0: This is a podcast where you don't have to be perfect. You can be happy. Make your day count. Encouraging, uplifting, full of joy. You're worth more than you think. This is Entirely Unconventional, and I'm Lindsay Roberts. I pray for something miraculous to happen to you today. Hi, everybody. Thank you for joining me. We are so glad you joined us here on Entirely Unconventional, and I am just thrilled, thrilled, thrilled beyond words to be able to bring this podcast to you with my good friend, Melissa Lee. And we've got a lot to talk to you about today. First, I want to remind you, go to our website, richardroberts.org. That's our ministry website, richardroberts.org. Starting in July, we are going to have a month of praying for our nation. Richard really felt led to pray for the nation. Mm -hmm. Um, Melissa's daughter, Elizabeth, was helping us with scripture and helping us with with all of the technical things to put it all together. Richard will be reading it, praying, and I believe it'll be a blessing. We are going to commit to praying the month of July for our nation. We really invite you to join us, richardroberts.org. Now, speaking of that, I want to talk to you today about families, about Mm. family unity, about families coming together, families torn apart. What do you do? How do you pray? Maybe you have what the world thinks is a perfect family. Maybe you have what the world thinks is really an awful family. And maybe you have a family that no one even knows what they're about. Mm -hmm. But I believe the Bible talks so much about families. And I really, I want you to know, I've known Melissa and her family for so many years. I mean, like over 30 years that I am very comfortable to turn this over to her. And I just want you to know while (laughs) she's doing that, you are going to hear noise on my microphone because my husband, my Richard Roberts, my sweet Richard just brought me a candy dish. So while she starts with the (laughs) scriptures, In Joshua 24, you're going to hear the crackle and the tearing of my candy wrapper. And I am going to indulge in my chocolate for just (laughs) a brief moment, in my little teeny tiny candy bar. So, you know what, this is what happens when you are in unity and one can pick (laughs) up and everything can work together. And I do believe it's important for us to understand that we can be with people Mm family or like family, they're more family to me than than flesh and blood most of the time, but we can be with family that we can honestly Love God talk about God mm-hmm. and eat chocolate. I mean, yep. how does it get any better? <laughs> and
1: have four drinks in front of Melissa us. Melissa has <laughs> hot, t- hot, hot, hot tea, hot coffee,
0: cold coffee, water. water, and Richard just brought me a hot coffee that's fake coffee. Hot fake I'm coffee. telling you what we are having. We're having our own <laughs> little party here. So <laughs> Melissa's going to talk about family if you have your Bible, yes. Joshua 24. Yes, she just see. had a really cool revelation about Joshua 24.
1: It's just amazing what happens when it's, you read the Bible. It's amazing what <laughs>
0: happens when you read the Bible and eat chocolate Amen. at the same time. With
1: all the drinks in front of us.
0: Mm-hmm. We do have to
1: clarify the drinks being coffee, cold brew and water. Exactly. <laughs> and your fake coffee. And my fake coffee. Reclarify. So, okay, so my, one of the scriptures, I actually have this embroidered on a pillow. It's Ooh. a silk pillow in my foyer mm-hmm. and it says, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And it's Joshua 24. And verse, um, it's the second, the last kind of part of... uh, 14? Yeah, 15. Okay. So anyway, Joshua is is reviewing history with the people that he has led. And he's giving them these options Mm -hmm. of what they can do, Mm -hmm. which I love because you know what? We all have a free will and God doesn't want robots. Yes. And he's their leader, but he understands. He's given them all of these. He says, would you prefer the gods of your ancestors serve beyond mm. the Euphrates? Or will it be the gods of the Amorites in whose land you now live? But for me, yeah. I'm in my family I'm serving the Lord. It says, the people replied, we would never abandon the Lord and serve other gods. For the Lord our God is the one who rescued us and our ancestors from slavery in the land of Egypt. He performed mighty miracles before our very eyes. I told Lindsay, I wrote next to this. They remembered. remembered. And they say, far be it from us to turn our back
0: on the one who rescued. On
1: who rescued, delivered, and saved us. Yes. And even though they lived in a land where those, there were multiple options. And let me tell you, there were more popular options than God, but there was no more powerful option. Yeah, More popular, the, but not
0: powerful. Exactly. Wow.
1: But there were no more powerful God than the one true God. That rescued. That rescued and delivered. If
0: you were in my house at any given moment, you would see a very lovely, um, fuzzy, cute, adorable a cat that really I call cute. Gus. He's I'm not just even
1: a cat person, but little fat Gu- Gu- <laughs> Gus Gus is adorable.
0: Gus Gus is um, way overweight. He is a fur ball. I think if we ever shaved him, he He's might like not people. look <laughs> quite like, he. he might not be as big as we think His he elegance. is. He's elegant. He is so funny. He's got blue eyes. He's a rag doll. He was so actually good. a gift to me. And after my Coco went to Coco dog heaven, Someone gave me my Guscus. Somebody said, no more dogs. No, no more dogs. dogs. <laughs> it gave me a cat. It's the truth. Oh, my goodness. Richard said, I'm done. We're done. No more. He actually said, no more Cocos in this house. Coco was a very precious, rebellious little chihuahua. Coco thought like she owned the world. almost 20 years. Yeah, exactly. She <laughs> thought she owned the world. And, of course, we let her think that. Yeah, so she did. She was a busy little thing. Yeah. And one of the things that became funny is Gus Gus was he was just this chubby, <laughs> loving, cute, everybody adored really cute. him, little kitten to cat. So we've, we, you know, we were in all the stages with him. However, recently I was given a cat as a rescue. Mm-hmm. Now that cat as a rescue is, is different. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, he was, extremely thin. Now he's bigger. Um, We actually had to have him shaved because he was such a mess. He was so matted. It It was such a mess. He looks
1: beautiful now. You would never know. You would
0: never know. But there's something about that cat Mm -hmm. that knows he was rescued. Mm -hmm. That Gus, Gus tries to knock over the furniture and Gus gets into trouble and Gus Mm -hmm. loves to drink my fake coffee and my... (laughs) uh, uh, Gus, oh my goodness, Gus is just his own little person Mm -hmm. with all of this And he kind of abandons the rules sometimes. But my other little baby Mm -hmm. knows he was rescued. He remembers. He remembers. Mm -hmm. Now, Melissa, if a cat, Mm -hmm. he's real clingy, Mm -hmm. and if a cat can make a decision Mm -hmm. not to leave me Mm -hmm. and know that I was the one that rescued him, Mm -hmm. if a cat can have that sense. How much more should we, as people, Mm -hmm. as human beings, Mm -hmm. know that God rescued us when we, as the Bible said, were yet sinners? Mm -hmm. He took care of us. Mm -hmm. And how can we possibly not only forget it, but turn from God? My goodness. Where would I be?
1: I know. You know, we read through so many times, going through like the Kings, uh, the Book of Kings, and you, like, and then they served God. And then he was a corrupt king and they forgot about God. Then they served God. Then, And mo- mainly it was like for years and generations, they never served God. Yeah. And you think, how did that happen? But honestly, if you look right in front of us, and yeah. honestly, I We're think... We're
0: watching some things erode. Yes.
1: And I think... It's like anything: what you feed will grow, and what you starve will die. It is easy to get to feed on good things Mm -hmm. that don't include godly things. Just I think back to when my kids were little—five kids, Mm -hmm. you know—and they were they were close in age. Yeah, and um, I had five kids in ten years. Yeah, and but the the three of them were like every year I had a baby. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Elizabeth and uh, Julian are 12 months apart. And then yeah. Gary Robert was 24 months. So yeah. in, in 36, so in three years I had three babies, yeah. right? Yeah, Mike, Something Mike like about that. my
0: <laughs> Sorry. I do math, she does gorgeous blonde hair. <laughs> so figure it out for yourself, right? <laughs>
1: my shoulder pads. Yeah. <laughs> but um, anyway, I remember thinking, how am I gonna fit yeah. this in? And just feeling depleted and it was after my after my son was born I remember sitting on the stairs and Gary was going off to work again and he worked hard Mm -hmm. he worked hard it wasn't like he was just floating around I mean and um, I just remember thinking what am I gonna do I'm like I don't I just had him and I Gary Robert and I'd never really dealt with depression before Mm -hmm. and I felt like I was a little blue after the baby And um, now knowing three in a row, and sleep deprivation,
0: and yeah. all the things. I call and it depletion in many ways. Yeah,
1: I was definitely yeah. nutritionally, everything. And um, I just- <laughs> I mean, there are
0: more clinical things, right. and I understand all right. that. But I also felt just as- I found I was anemic, a, too, yeah. so I was like- But just un- as a human, I yeah. feel, you know, I, I, had, I had mine very close together as well, mm-hmm. and, and I felt very depleted. Yeah, I mean, well, I'm, more than that- we growing babies. I, <laughs> it was my brain cells that felt de- well, depleted. Well, yes. It really did, and I thought, you know, am, I can't think a sentence, mm-hmm. and and I know that a lot of that was sleep, a lot of that was um, you know just the current situation of the day, mm-hmm. and and we all find ourselves in right. situations where we are depleted yeah, in some way. Yeah. Well, this particular day,
1: I'll never forget it, and I'll never let my husband forget it. <laughs> my <kids laughs> Gary, will <never> forget it. <laughs> I was sitting at the top of the stairs. And I don't think I had slept much and I had the two-year-old and the three-year-old and the newborn baby. And um, I don't know where uh Candace was somewhere else, probably doing math. (laughs) She
0: was walking probably with me (laughs) doing math.
1: And I said something to Gary, like, I just don't know that I can get through a whole day. Like today. And he looked at me and he real quiet, and I'll never forget, he had on brown pants and a tan shirt, and he gets a Bible and he goes, maybe you need to read this. And I said, I was at the top of the stairs sitting there, and I thought, if I had that Bible in my hand, I might throw it at your
0: head. <laughs> <laughs> and he looked at me If and you knew penis, Melissa and if you knew Gary, you'd know that that was really little, bizarre. The little babies looked up at
1: me, and I was like, tried to say it nicely. Yeah, calm. <laughs> he was like, I'm sorry, can I pray for you? And I'm
0: like, yes, you can. <laughs> yeah, But really, that is, aside from all the other stuff, her yes. husband's a doctor, yeah, so yeah. We'll, we'll toss yes. that yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. But aside from all the other medical stuff, I do believe when we are yes. so spiritually depleted. And sleep deprived. And yeah.
1: all, all the physical things, it was a
0: perfect storm. storm.
1: And mm-hmm. I really did feel run down. And I thought, I don't even know that I have anything to give out. So that's why. Yeah, When I, I'm saying, as for me and my house will serve the Lord, and they remembered. Yeah. I just, it takes a minute, a minute. Like I see those like three minute devotions for women. Yeah. Sometimes that's all you have. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I just made a little adjustments. One of the little adjustments that I did was I was always as a mom in a pickup line for a child, yeah. is I put a little Bible in my car. Yeah. And during pickup line, I would just read a verse or two. And you can think, that's not about being um, religious, yeah. That was I knew my soul needed nourishment.
0: Yep, you were putting drops of water in a, car in a thirsty man. When my
1: hands couldn't have been holding a baby because they were all yeah. in car seats, then I could do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so that wasn't my only but just little little practical adjustments that yeah. I made. I I didn't have it in me to even find a Bible study. Now I wish I would have done more yeah. Bible study. You yeah. know what I mean? Yep. So that's why when I would go to your conferences, yep. they were like water
0: to in a dry desert. I mean
1: I can remember so much of what you taught at all those conferences. It's so
0: funny because uh, I actually looked at pictures looking back where um, I think I was standing in the audience next to you and I think Beth was standing next to us but if you look down our little babies were right there and some of them even laying on little pallets on the floor and I remember people had said to me why do you have those babies here and I remember I said they what their it. brain couldn't absorb, their spirit could. Yeah, and our could. kids loved it. They, they would have and
1: devastated if I went to Aunt Lindsay's conference with them. And her. didn't
0: get to go. <laughs> and there they, and those little babies, I believe because they're all loving Jesus to mm-hmm, this day. Mm-hmm. And when you think about it, there are times when my brain mm-hmm. couldn't absorb but mm-hmm. my spirit could. Mm-hmm. That was a time Gary was exactly on point although he if was. you needed something else fine but as, but as your husband and your doctor mm-hmm. um, there is that time when we had to know that although my brain isn't absorbing or reacting mm-hmm. the way I want it, my spirit man mm-hmm. will always absorb yeah. and somebody said to me, your kids are too you I said oh, oh hold on yeah nope. My kids, from the time that Our I knew filters. they were my babies, yes. when I knew I was pregnant, I would Spoke pour in the word of up. God mm-hmm. over it because mm-hmm. where my brain and their brain couldn't mm-hmm. absorb it, where my physical body might not absorb it, mm-hmm. spirit is always wide open. Right. And I believe sometimes we have got to make absolute certain, the Bible says, the Bible says, the Bible says, uh, Matthew 6, I think 33, yes, yes. Seek. First, the kingdom. the kingdom of God and mm-hmm. how he operates in the kingdom. And that's I mean, first.
1: I can just tell you, there was not any season of my life where I was, if, if I was diligent, when I was diligent, not if, but when I was diligent, and I wasn't always as diligent. I look back and think, oh, I wasted so much time in so many, oh, I do t- too. so many ways. But um, when I look back, I could say, and I would even say it, God, it's like you, you um, multiply my hours in the day when i've spent time with you i get more done i feel energized i'm happy and then what would happen is like slowly
0: the ebb and flow of life the busyness you know and balance out yes and it's like i had an incident once um being oral roberts as my Mm father-in-law richard as my husband Mm -hmm. had a lot of work a lot of ministry an enormous amount of travel three Mm -hmm. children um, all of that really exhausting piled, too. and it was exhausting. Um, Oral was the kind of man that could work 12, 15, 18 hours a day without a break, and mm-hmm. Evelyn would bring him a sandwich, bring him something to mm-hmm. drink, um, you know, a milk, a, a whatever. He was, he was a big iced tea drinker and, and anything like that, and I would think, how does this man keep going? Keep, keep going? He was the energizer bunny. And, and I remember one time he gave me this project and he said, and I mean, I, we had probably worked on it uh, legitimately 18 hours that day. Mm-hmm. You were his
1: like number it, one assistant. I always I, say you're his favorite child. <laughs>
0: I was. Just, please, I know he loved all his babies. he loved all his babies, yeah. but I was that one that <laughs> was. Child. Let's just say, always available, mm-hmm. twenty-four hours a day, seven days a week, dragging like three kids option. around. <laughs> yeah, I think that there was that thing where he knew that I adored him, yes. I loved him, and I worked for him. So we <laughs> <laughs> throw those all together. She'll write it. She'll and do she'll it. And she'll write it. She'll do it. Yep. She won't complain. She'll make and it I happen. Didn't. Yeah. That was. was it. lindsay will make it
1: I happen. would
0: make. I yeah. I I'd, I'd always say, I give you my word, we'll get it done. Well, this time. He said, "Um, I want it by morning. Well, I knew I couldn't do it. I went to bed. I was so physically exhausted. And I said, Lord, how do I handle this? He said, get up an hour early. So I remember this little smarty remark I said to the Lord. I said, if I get up an hour earlier, it'll be yesterday. And I remember that little sassy thing I said. And the Lord said, I want you to get up an hour earlier and give that hour to me.
1: Mm.
0: Oh, well that made a difference. Yeah, right. And I said, okay, but if I calculated, I made him a promise that by eight o'clock, I mean, my brain was Mm -hmm, going.
1: mm -hmm.
0: And I remember the Lord said, I want you to get up an hour earlier Mm. and give that hour to me. Mm. I said, okay, I can't get away from this. Set my clock. I got up an hour earlier. And I'm I, I, not so much anymore, but back then I was a real early bird. Mm-hmm. And and I set my alarm exactly one hour earlier. I got up and I just kept thinking to myself, I, I'll be honest, this is a waste of time. <laughs> I should be sleeping. And I began to pray and I gave that hour to the Lord. Mm. Melissa throughout that day and on and on and on, mm. on that project, I never did anything so quickly, wow. efficiently. Yeah. Um, Creatively, it was obedience. Right? <laughs> yes, and I think the Lord was giving me a little tap on the shoulder mm-hmm. saying, You're too busy. You're missing mm-hmm. some time with me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say this nicely, mm-hmm. and if you'll give it to me, mm-hmm. I will multiply it back to mm-hmm. you. But nicely, you're missing the mark. Mm-hmm. And I was, Melissa. Mm-hmm. I wasn't. I realized, okay, I've got a project. Okay, I've got children. Okay, I've got a father-in-law. Okay, I've got kids. Okay, I've got- a, And you and guys did live TV. We did live TV. Every day. Daily right? live TV, Monday through Friday. Oh my. I I don't know. I look back on it I and know. I think I think I'm uh, like how did who we? Who was I? Yeah. Who is that person?
1: How did we ever do anything? I know. How we fit stuff in. And I brought my kids.
0: Oh yeah. And I yeah, we mean we're live. Brothers. Like it was yeah. nine o'clock in the morning and it's like 10, ten nine eight seven six five four three two. Where is Lindsay? <laughs> She's coming. And I'd be we'll flying be right up saying I'm on the way. I'm on the way. One time I ran in as fast as I could and I had my suit on and I had my my shoes on and my makeup done. My hair done, but I was missing my skirt. Thank (laughs) God I had a slip on. It's the truth. So, you know, you do what you can do. But that day I learned such a valuable Mm -hmm. commodity. Mm -hmm. I learned to give my time. Mm -hmm. A lot of people give money. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And I would do it as the Lord directs. Some people give pies, hallelujah, bake me one. You know, I mean, that's great. Yeah, no (laughs) kidding. And you think of all these things, but. For some reason, I really believe I was robbing God mm. of time with mm-hmm, Him, mm-hmm. and I got the message. I set my alarm. I began to pray. I prayed in the spirit. I, mm-hmm. I, and I wasn't like I I wasn't praying for people or things or more yeah. time. Right. I was just worshiping the, the Lord. Lord. Right. And, and re- with our Father. Yes.
1: And that's what He wants. He wants to meet with us. I, I like this. I uh, saw. So, um, I was reading something and I want to hear the noise she, again. This is
0: one more <laughs> tiny little there miniature. No more soul chocolate. I'm going to just add um, to the pile here. She,
1: um, I was reading this, an author, and she said she makes a date with God. Oh, my word, what and a she, great idea. She just, And she would make the time and whatever. Um, she was, you know, that's for some reason, what he she was, was like doing. a nurse. Yeah. And so she worked through the day. She did not have kids. And she would. Um, when she got this concept and so she would do it at night before because mm-hmm. sometimes she was a little too wired up to go mm-hmm. to bed mm-hmm. and so um, she would do her devotion and then she'd go to bed well that carried on through when she did have kids yeah. and she wasn't nursing that her date and she just adjusted it to her schedule but if you set an appointment on almost yeah. you know what I mean and it doesn't have to I think we think it has to be hours and hours. Mm-hmm. I think it has to be consistent. Yeah. It should be
0: consistent. Valuable time. because
1: you can't pour out. And we're talking about families today. And if Quality you're Quality time. Yes. You can't pour out what you're not full of. Yeah. And I mean, you may, there's a lot of TV on. Yeah. And you may start kind of pouring out what you're filtering in because we're yeah. sponges absorbing mm-hmm. everything. Yep. You know? So just to... to as a mom, as a woman, as whatever role you are in your family. Yeah. Being that filled date. with the word Make by a making date. a date.
0: Make a setting date. Setting
1: an appointment and keeping it. And maybe it needs to start at fifteen minutes. Yeah. Maybe you know, I've had a hey, friend Hey, five who was, minutes, yes. three minutes. Exactly. 20 minutes, whatever well, I you've got. Said she did five because 15 sounded overwhelming. Yeah. Well, now she's like, has to set an alarm for 30, 40, just depends on what's going yeah. on. She's like, because it's so fascinating. She says, I didn't know the word of God could be this fascinating. Exactly. I'm like, it is so good. And God was has such a sense of humor when you yeah. read too. I mean, so like these stories are fascinating and he is he's got a sense of humor when you read it's right the there we
0: mm-hmm. were looking and, and uh, just so we throw out the scriptures to you um the ones that we were um, that we had been praying for your family mm-hmm. Joshua 24 15 and 16. Um, but as for me and my household, we will serve, serve the, Lord. the Lord. Now, that may just be a statement of faith. Mm-hmm. Your kids mm-hmm. may not be, your husband may not mm-hmm. be, your job, your boss, whatever. But make a statement of faith, Joshua 24:15, and then you went on to 16. Yes. And then train up a child in the way he shall go, and when he's old, he'll not depart from it. Proverbs 22, 22 six. 6. It doesn't mean when you're three or four year old, is sitting at a women's conference on a pallet at your feet, playing with a stuffy toy. Yeah. That you think they're going to remember whatever's being said.
1: Right, right. But let me
0: tell you something, the spirit Mm -hmm. man is absorbing. I'm mm -hmm. not telling you to take your kids everywhere, you drag them around. I don't mean that. Mm -mm. But if you are sitting there watching something that's, let's just say, violent on television. Right. I wanna make sure my kids aren't absorbing no, that. No, we don't want that. I want yeah. the word of God going into my child, whether they you know, know enough to repeat it, mm-hmm. I want it in their spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, husbands, love your wife just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her, Ephesians 5.25. Mm-hmm. Children, obey your parents for this pleases the Lord, Colossians 3.20. Now listen, some of those may just be statements of faith. faith. But hey, start somewhere. Exactly. You know, on one of our podcasts, we
1: read what Paul was saying on spiritual growth. Mm -hmm. I would say if you have a family, that was Ephesians 3, 4. Mm -hmm. If you have a family or you have children that you want to see grow in the Lord or confess it of yourself, I would just encourage you to go through and find that prayer. Yeah. And speak that out and call your kids' names out, Lindsay. Call your men, family members out who you want to see growing in wisdom and stature. I like in Daniel where it says he grew in wisdom and stature. I just go through and find all those things. And now I have six grandbabies.
0: Well, you know, when we think and I call about... call them out over their boys' call names. Call them out, yeah, out yeah, over the, by, yeah. by, by name. Yes, I have five so- grandsons and one granddaughter. I call those things out over their names every morning. Years ago, when I was having not even having miscarriages, I couldn't get pregnant and didn't even get to the place of getting pregnant to get miscarriages, which all that's another story. Mm -hmm. And then uh, a son that lived a day and a half, and that's another story. When I first met Kenneth Copeland, I did not know who he was. Mm -hmm. He was at a convention of someone I had only met once. And I was with Richard, and I'm trying to be a new wife, obedient in the fact that okay, I'm not used to this um, <laughs> charismatic. I did. I was a little bit not to the convention, right? It's you know, big. it's a big thing. It was. And I, a, we are used to it now. <laughs> you know, my church was very small, mm-hmm. and so it was a whole different world for me. So he called me up and began to prophesy. And I'm gonna just stand there with a little smile on my face thinking, oh, what is he gonna say? <laughs> and he began to prophesy about children. Well, I wanted to say, you don't know me and you mm-hmm. don't know that, you know, 18, at eight, 18, I was told I'd never have children and mm-hmm. I could have gone on and on, but mm-hmm. I thought I'm just gonna smile. Every word that man said came to mm-hmm. pass. His name was Kenneth Copeland. Mm-hmm. Later, before I was having children, he gave me a Bible. Now he had prophesied, he had prayed, still no children, mm. but I was holding on and I, every time I'd have a miscarriage I'd say, but Kenneth Copeland said, but Kenneth Copeland <laughs> said. And in the Bible that he gave me, um, I don't care, I don't know if you remember me always preaching out of and carrying my red Bible, Yes. but in my red Bible, the pages started falling out. Yeah. So I've been very careful to, you know, kind of preserve Special, that Bible. Yeah. But. I wrote the first ones I was writing in my Bible after my son went on to heaven. I wrote the name Jordan in my Bible mm. under about, you know, your quiver shall be full or whatever. Yeah. I was putting in the names of my children. I, I was it. not having children. I was having miscarriages. Right. And if you look back in my Bible, you will see my daughter's name written in there. That's amazing. And that's amazing. I knew it would be a girl. I knew, I knew God was going to bless me first with a girl. And I knew her name was supposed to be Jordan. That's amazing. And I wanted her a couple of different names. She ended up being Jordan Lindsay, cause uh-huh. that's what Richard wanted. Mm-hmm. And you know, I wasn't having babies, I was having by faith. Yeah, But I wrote Jordan's name in yeah. my Bible by yeah. faith, Stand on the word. and I stood on the word. Mm-hmm. And in fact, I know this sounds sacrilegious, but standing on the word, Oral told me one day, I've never done this before. I don't even put even an ink pen on top of my Bible. No, her Bibles I, are pristine. They are. I don't like anything to be above my Bible. I like them to sit nice and neat and tidy. I don't Mine put a cup of like coffee on them. Books. Well, it is a little different, but it, and I love it. I love it. My, white, my red Bible was like that. The other ones are a little different. They're my, like maybe collection. But (laughs) in the process of all of that, Oral picked up my red Bible and he put it on the floor and he said, stand on it. I said, I can't, I can't, that's so sacrilegious. Mm -hmm. He said, Lindsay, I want you to stand on the word as a literal prophetic. act." I did. And there's Jordan's name in my Bible to this day. And it took a lot of trust in God, but mm-hmm. you know, uh, Jordan, then came Olivia, then came Chloe. Mm-hmm. But what happened? I confessed the Word of God. Mm-hmm. I listened to the Word of God. Mm-hmm. I read scriptures over, mm-hmm. uh, I, I read them over my life when I wasn't having babies, I'd be in the hospital, having a miscarriage, reading scriptures yes. about my children. And I believe we have a Bible right to stand on the Word. Yes. Now whether it would have come through adoption or, uh, or having the babies, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. I was standing on the word. And I think mm-hmm. that too often, Melissa, we don't stand on the word, Mm-mm. we give up. Even Gary, when you were saying, in one of your darker days, you were <laughs> saying, you know, your husband being a doctor, you wanted a quick fixer or, or this or that, yeah, I don't know what, you just wanted hand. relief. The and he handed you a Bible. <laughs>
1: Actually, he couldn't reach me. So I was like, hmm. Yeah, but, that might have been you know, a good thing. We actually taught a family class at our church. He said, it wasn't one of my finest moments.
0: <laughs> but
1: I said, but actually it was so accurate. Yeah,
0: that's that what you needed at that moment. But on his way out the door,
1: like how was I even going to hold that Bible? I had three kids in yeah. my arms. Yep. But you know what I mean? It was, as But I it was a him, revelation. I said, it was. And you know what? I was like, if that makes me mad, it kind of like clicked something in me. Mm-hmm. Like if my sweet husband saying that because not snarky at all no. i mean my husband doesn't have a bone a, a, a an ounce bone of malice Mm-mm. at Mm-mm. all i mean he is just you get what you get the sweet yeah gentle steady yep. and so he was like maybe he was kind of sheepish you know and i was like oh my
0: goodness but is it was what you needed but
1: it clicked like if I'm mad that my husband just said read the word of God, then I need to, then figure, you need out to figure out why. <laughs> figure what out to get it? some time to read the Bible. Yeah. No. So, but one of the other things, Joshua 20. Uh, Deuteronomy 6. Okay. I love these scriptures lindsay okay they say and these words that i command you today shall be on your heart now this is for all any adults who have kids it's uh it's on here on the i lost my paper <laughs> the family values the oh i've got it okay yep um it says so and these words i command you today shall be on your heart you shall teach them diligently to your children Shall talk of them when you sit by your house in the house when you walk by the way when you lie down and when you rise so Walking out a biblical example to our kids, right? Yeah. So listen, we had so many kids at so many little different ages. Like yeah. Candace was 10 when Madeline was born. Which means so Candace
0: was 27 when <laughs> Madeline was born. And you we know Candace.
1: <laughs> yeah. So Candace um, was
0: 10 at like two. Yeah, so. exactly. So I knew that I was
1: going to share the word with the kids that we just, shared values right yeah. shared stories and listen i didn't grow up in like a brady bunch family we've talked about this yeah. before um and so i was very adamant and when my mom did get saved later on and i was adamant that i was going to raise uh spiritual brady bunch yeah, yeah. i was going to have yeah kids who who knew the lord yeah. you know and gear and i was so fortunate to marry somebody who loved jesus yeah and wasn't thrown off by anything you know so anyway we shared the gospel with our kids but in a way that was not like we're not all sitting down like little step you know stepford kids yeah and we it was fun i mean listen there would be a pillow fight in the middle of the yeah. nightly devotion. There would be, you know what I mean? It's like we tend to try and make it so serious that it becomes yeah. dreadful.
0: Yeah, religious. And so, yeah, or, and it's like just, rote.
1: and you don't even have to have, Robotic. Um, yeah. So we were just in Florida last week, and Gary, we probably read 60 bedtime stories over nine Aww. nights. <laughs> Aww. And the kids would have us read. The, the, we had a Bible story. And then they'd throw in another little story. And Gary didn't say, no, we're only reading Bible story." No. It was like, pop, pop, can you read this one too? And we'd squeeze in yeah. something between the Bible story. Yep. But I, you know what I mean? And it's like, just, we're living life.
0: Begin to drop in the word wherever it's uh, an opportunity that God gives you. And mm-hmm. I, I really encourage you. I want to pray for you right now that, that God will give you opportunities, however, I want to finish that statement by saying, and that you will take them. Mm -hmm. Um, Melissa had to listen to Gary and what he (laughs) said. I had to get up an hour earlier and listen to the Lord and Mm -hmm. what he said. God will get our attention, but it's not whether or not he's talking, it's whether or not we're listening. Mm -hmm. And, And if we want to see, our family unit strong when they're older. Don't be surprised when you pour it in when they're babies that it doesn't look like it, anything happened. It doesn't look <laughs> like it. Let me tell you something, I believe it goes in. Yeah. I believe it goes in. They were doing a study, I wish I had all the material, I should have brought it. They were doing a study of children and what they recognized. Mm-hmm. And you know, they weren't really old enough to walk, talk, write, anything, mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. like that. And, you know, there were kids that you know, you associate something with something. And this particular little child was obviously very intelligent, but very young. I, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm probably talking not even a toddler, hardly. Mm-hmm. And they held up a pack of cigarettes, mm. and the toddler was able to identify the association of what it was. Man. And I thought, that's brilliant. But at the same time, I also yeah. thought... What associations could I give to my children right. that they will associate that I'm missing? I don't even notice that mm-hmm. they're paying attention. Mm-hmm. So I said that to say this, we can do things that maybe don't have any reaction whatsoever, right. but don't think they're not examples for right. your children. They're watching. They're, they're watching. Us. Mm-hmm. And I believe we can do that right now. And will mm-hmm. you pray that we that God gives us that time and yes. that he not only says it, but we react to it? Yes. Father, I thank you that you
1: do. You give us eyes to see, ears to hear. And Lord, just an obedient spirit, Father, that when you give us that little nudge, Holy Spirit, that we would take the opportunity to share with each other, to share with our families, just to enlarge your kingdom in our own home. I always say, let's start at home, Father. So I just thank you that um, you're just empowering us to impart who you are to the next generation, Lord.
0: In Jesus' name. And Father, I thank you that you touch us spiritually, physically, Mm -hmm. that you touch us financially, emotionally, that you touch our families and that we're aware. Father God, let us be aware, awaken us, shaken us, whatever it is, I don't mean in the the flesh, but I mean spiritually, wake us up and Mm -hmm. give us creative ideas and witty inventions Mm -hmm. and show us where we can take the time here or make the time there or do something here and there that will have a lifelong eternal impact on our families, on those around us, on our communities, and most of all, Lord, on your kingdom. Mm -hmm. We thank you, Father God, that we do have eyes to see and ears to hear in the spirit, Lord. Thank you that we're fearfully and wonderfully made. Now, Lord, allow us to see and to hear so that we can turn around and take that information and bring glory to your kingdom. Thank you, Mm -hmm. Father God, for all you're doing for us. And we pray right now that we glorify you in all that we do, in Jesus' name. Amen. amen, amen. Thanks so much for joining us. Don't forget that you can go to richardroberts.org. We're starting a, uh, an entire month of July praying for our nation. And I pray you will join us praying mm-hmm. for our nation for the entire month of July. We're gonna put up on, like I said, richardroberts.org. We're gonna put up the website that has the prayer. Richard's gonna be reading it, reading the scripture, praying the prayer. So I pray it's a blessing to you. We're gonna do it every day uh, a- until we really feel like the Lord tells amen. us to stop. So we're to start uh, at the beginning of the month of July, the July 1 or July 2, Mm -hmm. something like that. Please join us and we pray it's a blessing to you. Thanks for joining us on Entirely Unconventional and carry the words with you that I believe you are worth more than you think. Bye-bye for now.
1: Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. To connect with Lindsay on social media, follow her on Instagram at Lindsay Roberts Official to get a copy of Lindsay's brand new book,
0: discover your true worth. Simply search discover your true worth on amazon.com. We'll see you next week.